Hi, I'm Marika and welcome to Money Chill Out. On this podcast, I want to dive into the world of the often unspoken topic of money. Effective personal finance management can be a great liberator, but also a huge stress factor in our lives. After a 10-year career on trading flows in London, I want to help demystify the intimidating world of finance and have an open, honest and frank conversation. By opening the discussion, I wish you identify yourself, learn, be inspired and get empowered. Every other week, I'll be joined by guests for conversation on money, mindsets, investment habits and any best practices they abide by. So join me on this journey as we unpick the complexities of finance and get more comfortable talking about our money. And when you're ready to go further in mastering your finances, come and work with me on a one-to-one coaching. You'll grow your awareness, move on with your projects, and have an accountability buddy to track your progress. Today, I'm very pleased to welcome Valentine, a woman who juggles with three jobs. After a burnout in 2013, she created the first company, Buju Co., back in 2016, researching the food industry. She then created My Chef is Smart in 2020 to sell the technology they created and kept a freelance activity in media consulting to be financially stable. So let's hear about her experience, the advantages and drawbacks of such a situation, and how you can get so much energy without struggling to combine all of these projects. Hi, Valentin, how are you? Hi, Marika. I'm really good, thank you, and you? Yeah, great, great. I'm super happy to have you on this podcast, so thanks a lot for your time. I'm very keen to hear about your experience of accumulating different jobs to be able to launch your side hustles, but also be financially stable. I think a lot of people wonder sometimes if, if they should pursue their dreams and live their employee's life, but of course it's scary, so you need to consider all options. So yeah, definitely let's open the subject and get your feedback and experience. So if we go a few years back, while you were in digital marketing, can you tell us a bit what you missed being an employee and what you wanted in life? A few years back, all my life pillars collapsed and one after the other. So I I'd really had to rebuild them. I can say that my work didn't make sense to me anymore at this time and I needed to find real motivation, you know, more connected to my core values. Mm-hmm. A really hard worker and I wanted to put my energy and my skills to more tangible goals. And I think I really needed to find purpose through concrete and useful ideas. Actually, I was missing some freedoms and to create. And for sure, uh, we're not at the same on the same page uh, with my management in terms of vision and approach. Yeah, so super interesting that you already knew what you wanted and it did not correspond to your goals. So, And you also experienced burnout, which is unfortunately very common nowadays. So what kind of advice do you have for people to avoid that situation? Yes, but fortunately, we serve the good cause as burnout is a topic people know, talk, uh, now talk about. And nowadays, it's better defined, better identified, better treated and avoided. And um, I really believe that the professional world has changed, of course, before COVID, and it will keep evolving. And my advice would be not to wait 
uh, too long and quit as soon as you realize, realize something is wrong. Of course, after having made as possible all possible adaptation in your actual job, mm -hmm. as uh, for example, internal uh, discussion, realignment with management, HR if needed, etc. But because the longer you wait, the harder it is to rise again. I think. Burnout is not a, a fancy trend. It's a really, it's real and it really hurts. Yeah, yeah. So you really advise people to take their courage and whatever happens next in terms of the unknown, it's better to go further and, and be aligned than staying in a situation where you feel blocked and unhappy. Yes, be aligned, of course, and uh, redefine your uh, your values and uh, what you want and what you can or can't do. Because sometimes you are in a situation of flat when you can change so easily because you have a family. Um, so yes, think about it and talk about it and then act. Yeah. Okay. And is it that wake up call that really pushed you to take risk and build your own business? Or it was too early at the time, you had no expectation of what would come next? No, no, no. Yes, of course. Fortunately, everything happened for a good cause. Again, it's preferable to pay attention to the signals before they all light up red and degenerated. I will have done it whether the circumstances, because from a long time ago, I wanted to start my own company. But too late, I think too late, make me uh, do the, the first step and start my own business. But I didn't saw the signal before. And I think it's the, it was the limit. Yeah. Okay. So when that happened, you actually took time to think and define what you really wanted to do. And you actually realized you wanted to go into the food industry. So what attracted you there? Yes, I knew I wanted to work in the food and health industry before. And it's uh, funny because at first I wanted to start my own restaurant. And it was the very beginning of, uh, you know, fast food and healthy food concept. It was in 2016. But I quickly understood it was not for me. What took me some time was to understand the dynamic between the food and the health sector, that two sectors that I didn't know, and then building a rock and solid uh, team of experts because I was alone. And then I can say that what attracted me was to realize there was a huge amount of unexploited uh, connection around these two sectors, food and health, and that may seem close, but they are not at all. Yeah. So how did you start? Do you remember like what were the first few things that you did and all that you would recommend others doing while really like starting a company? As I said, I started my by quitting my previous job in the media industry. Then it took me three years to find some space in the market and develop uh, an innovative offer. This required time, money and collaborative work and also collective intelligence and not to say a lot of humility. For me, starting a company is about teamwork and also a long-term perspective. It's really a, a bloody marathon. I didn't think it uh, at the beginning. And one of those who thought, because I was one of those who thought it takes uh, three years to disrupt long-standing models, but I was wrong. And especially in the sector, I didn't know, I didn't master. Mm. 
And sometimes, and it's really what I experienced, your weakness became your strength. And here, my lack of knowledge became a driver and bringing some fresh uh, perspective um, in the industry. Yes, it's really interesting, 100%. Yeah, because you're not like formatted and you learn along the way. So, yeah. So you created Would You and Co and work with artificial intelligence to set up a technology that designs meals that suit specific medical conditions or allergies or even your own wishes. So can you tell us where the name is coming from? Yeah, uh, long story short, uh, Wuji is a Taoist concept, literally with a limit and um, originally meant infinity. So it is the endless source to which everything returns, in other words, and easier associated with the perpetual movement of return. And this concept was really related to what I was experiencing at this time. And choosing the name Wuji was a kind of uh, renaissance, rebirth, constantly learning of, uh, of life. Love the meaning. Let's go. So you don't have a tech or computer science background because you said you're coming from the media industry. So how did you create a five-person team with dietitians, nutrition doctors, and, and researchers? How did you find the right profiles? Passions, resilience, and thefts helped me a lot. I met them in exhibitions, conferences as lecturers, researchers, engineers. Each individually represents all the facets of uh, the company's uh, know-how. And I was really lucky to find people sharing the same value and also aligned with the vision who agreed to work as a startup rate and model. So it was not so easy. Mm-hmm. So I met them during um, during meeting and, um, and I was lucky, yes. Yeah. And, and financially as well, how did it work? How did you get the funding to pay them? Uh, but fundings, I got them working at the same uh, time because I was accumulating jobs to have equity. Mm-hmm. So that helped me to have some uh, hedge and subsidiaries. Okay, I see. So so you actually get loans or subsidiaries from? Yes, I got loans and aids and, uh, from the region because as we have uh, an innovative um, offer, helps a lot to find uh, funds but for having funds you have to have equity so having uh, another job helped me to have equity and then to have funds okay interesting the two are linked so throughout all of this time you still kept a freelance activity to survive or i mean to be financially stable should i say so you've been doing media consulting for big corporates like richemont danon and, and chanel to name a few so this clearly enabled you to be stable financially, but how much time did you dedicate there and what do you gain from it financially? Do you just survive? Do you manage to put the equity, as you said? And how do you place the right level of time spent versus money versus development of the other concept? How do you make sure that all these three things that you're doing have the right amount of energy and time? Yeah, I understand. At the beginning, I had no choice but to do a full-time mission. This uh, allowed unlocking certain hidden subsidies. And also I was single. That makes a big difference in your time uh, allocation. And um, then I met my fantastic husband and I had to adapt. I saw myself burn out again. And this time I listened to the signals. I did shorter missions and I started uh, breathing before the next one. So. Um, 
thought that helped a lot and life gave us a son, Arthur. And then I decided to stop mission to devote myself fully to my company that needed to take off and as well my family, of course. And uh, it's hard financially, but it's a choice. For now, I could do more consulting, but the risk is not sustainable in uh, in the long run. So the right level depends, for me, the right level depends on the moment of life you are going through. Yeah, and at the moment you privilege, in a way, company and your family rather than money aspects. That's cool. So how do you evaluate? So if we talk about having side hustles now, how do you evaluate your experience having three jobs? Well, honestly, knowing a few entrepreneurs in innovation, many of us are working freelance, so it's common. But uh, inside, as we all correlated different jobs also, it's part of the adventure. And when I decided to create a second business with my chef is smart, the aim was to commercialize the product resulting from my um, initial R&D. So in short, Wuji Co has the know-how and my chef is smart is a niche offer for the health industry. Both are working together. Yeah. And how do you organize yourself to make sure that you get things done without being frustrated because clearly you can't be everywhere? No, clearly, indeed, you can't be everywhere. First things uh, you learn is delegate, trust, accept making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also the reason why growing a business takes time. It depends on uh, your capacity to move forward, to develop despite the challenges and adapt to the context. And test and learn every day. And then the market will quickly tell you if it's the right choice you've made or not. It's not a, a myth. Okay, yeah. And do you think you work more than if you had only one job? Or does it consume more energy because you're being so multitasks? I think it's it really depends on your definition of work and above all what you want to accomplish. For me, the number of jobs or accumulated jobs doesn't really determine your capacity or success. What matters for me is the reason why you are doing it, your real driver behind. And I think you can start multitasking and covering thing, everything yourself, but evolving towards a project lead and kind of conductor, for me, it becomes paramount to even think of being successful. Mm-hmm. And do you reckon that because you had side hustles, it actually made you a bit more confident as you had like your eggs in different baskets? Yes, absolutely. Yes, touching on many topics at the same time provides the feeling of freedoms. And um, what was important for me was to be in the driver's seat and not to suffer from a context I hadn't chosen. So as an employee, I was facing too many obstacles and constraints uh, without being in a position to overcome them. But everything has a cost and taking uh, another path, my path, clearly gives you more confidence in the end. Okay, super interesting. And I like it as well. In my entrepreneurial path, I also have different they all link together, but different activities. And I think it stimulates your brains differently. And sometimes one activity, you can't really work because you're waiting for people and so that you work on others. And and you have all the time the impression that you're actually progressing, which is really a mood booster, I would say. So, yeah. So if it were to be rewritten, would you do the same or what would you do differently? 
I will do the same, but uh, with maybe more self-confidence from the beginning and proud of what I achieved, of course, but um, not only in terms of works and the offer what we have managed to put on the market, but most importantly, because I had the courage to go through this experience and hold and keep uh, moving forward. That was not really um, easy. Um, that definitely transformed me. And I really like the person I became. Yes, it's so nice. I'm so happy to hear that. That's so cool. And what's next for you? Where do you see your business going and why are you planning to sell? Overcoming the difficulty COVID period was a miracle. So now objective of um, 2022 is to sell, uh, sell our new offer for sure. And uh, why not sell uh, all the R&D associated to the project? We'll see. But uh, why? Because we built a really disruptive and innovating offer that took a long time to develop. And now I believe that the best way for it to grow is to integrate a solid infrastructure that will provide this technology and offer the necessary means to succeed. Okay, so you, you would need like a, a bigger player to actually incorporate your solution. Yeah. And you, a new mom, or you have an 11-month baby son, I think. So has it had an impact on your choices? Yes, of course, being a mother changed the way you think. Another job to add to the list, I simply can no longer put the same energy into pushing this project while raising uh, our baby boy in this uh, crazy world. Mm, okay. And um, do you plan to stay in the food industry? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I had a million of jobs in my in my life. And now I just want to be happy a uh, person and more happy even uh, each day and giving uh, as much as I can for people from for this world. And I, I look forward to uh, to positive new experiences. Okay, interesting. So you're like a, a real entrepreneur, I would say. You're not focused on one specific project. You have new ideas and new wants and I think it's super stimulating and attracting and what has been your biggest lesson in those six years of entrepreneurial years well a lot of things about me that I can't tell you I'm joking but no the most important from my view is that a professional life takes you some some place you have never thought of before In those uh, difficult times, one must face challenges. And whether you face those difficulties being in a big company or as a startup, I think uh, the experience is, is exactly the same. Personally, I just made the choice of evolving into a um, universe I created myself. I had created myself. Mm -hmm. I see. So because you've been in the food industry, what's your favorite dish? Oh, okay. Let's say it in French. It's uh, le, le pot au feu. Okay. There is a lot of colors and taste. Cool. And because we share a few things of which a semester of study in Mexico, do you have international or like what influences are present in your creative menus through your technology? But Mexico, no really influence, but happy to meet you in person for tequila, of course. <laughs> That's cool. And we also have the same passion for reading. So which book would you recommend and why? I just finished uh, The Seven Sister from Lucia Redley, The Seven Sister book series. I was simply a son. Um, I really admire her imagination, 
it's for me a new talent for writing, creativity and romance. So when going through these seven uh, books, you actually face many experiences you could have lived in as a human being. And I love that, which uh, I find very exciting too. Okay. Didn't know about it. I'll, I'll check it out. Thank you. Thank you so much, Valentine, for this chat. It's super interesting to see what you've achieved and especially how and how you took decisions and realigned all of your life. And it's pretty unusual as well to have three jobs. So it's great to have a real life example of how it works. I love how your brain is stimulated in, in lots of ways, how each day is different and how you can achieve so much without compromising anything. So I think the key here is to definitely be focused and well organized to find the right balance and go far so thanks so much all the best and uh, take care thank you take care too marika <laughs> bye 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 so that's the end of this episode i hope you're as enthusiastic as i am you can find the notes and the key takeaways on my website at marikafino.com and if you like this podcast please subscribe and spread the word thank you